Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Hey, well, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. You know, if you come by every Saturday, it's an opportunity to talk about, listen to, and learn a little bit about food, wine, and fun for your ears. Ah, you want to learn about it and put it in your mouth. That's what you want to do. Uh, today's program is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got a press release, oh, quite some time ago about the most famous wine expert on TikTok. And no, it wasn't me, because I wasn't on TikTok yet. I am now, because I wanted to start following my guest, David Choi. Uh, David, born in Los Angeles, raised in Washington, D.C. He's been in the wine business for a long time. And more importantly, he started off in the wine and spirits industry at one of the best stores, one of the oldest wine stores in our country. And I know what that's like, having worked at Evers Wine and Spirits, and it certainly contributed to my wine enthusiasm and knowledge. But he's done so much more than that. We're going to talk to David to learn a little bit about uh, his background and, more importantly, take you to his TikTok site so you can see some of the great things he's been posting. Later in the program, uh, maybe not the best wine to go with your Thanksgiving table, but I, I have a really cool Malbec from from the, from the France. It's, uh, it's from Cahors. It's a... Uh, well, 85% Malbec, 15 Merlot. It is from one of the coolest winemaking couples in the south of France, and uh, I'll tell you more about it later in the program. Of course, the Wine of the Week is brought to you by by Jacob Liquor Exchange on North Rock Road. Let's jump right in and talk to David Choi. David, welcome to The Good Life, first off and foremost. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Um, working in a wine store did a lot for me. One, it allowed me to buy it wholesale, which was a big boom. Um, but, uh, tasting and be, being a part of, uh, not the wine director per se, but somebody who has input as to what wines we put on the shelf was uh, a, a huge benefit. And, and it taught me so much under the tutelage of a guy who owned the wine store, Larry Evers. And, and he was, uh, not only in the distribution business, he, he started the fine wine program at standard beverage here in Wichita. And, and, and I learned so much. The difference between you and me is you took it and ran like for a touchdown. Talk about your beginnings yeah. and working in the wine store, how that led you to California and and making your own wine, and then we'll talk about TikTok later. <laughs> sure, sure. And, you know, 
getting wines at wholesale uh, is always <laughs> a bonus, right? <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> and and it lets you have a great selection of wines. So we both know that. Um, retail to me has meant um, really everything. Uh, it's where I, you know, it, it's it's you know, wine for me. I'll, I'll go back a little bit before that. Uh, you know, uh, I came from humble beginnings. Uh, wine we didn't have regularly. So we only had wine on special occasions. And so for me, you know, those experiences that I had wine either, you know, um, on those times with my family and friends and, you know, uh, that would come over. Um, at that time, I wasn't old enough to drink wine. So I started by smelling wine. Um, but I saw how much of a great experience it was. And, you know, those sort of um, those feelings still resonate today uh, about wine. So, you know, that's that's sort of how I you know, got introduced to wine. And then fast forward, you know, I would say, you know, about 10, 15 years later, there was an opportunity at a wine store um, in Washington, D.C. And really sort of fast-tracked me and gave me, and I, I say this to everybody, that it was almost going and getting a master's degree in wine. Um, being in that store, being able to taste, you know, hundreds of wines every week, and then sort of meeting you know, everybody in the industry, you know, you know, my first six months in a wine store, I was able to go with Jorge Ordonez uh, to Spain and wow. see his vineyards. And, you know, I was there, you know, they called the death march at that time. You know, I was there with him for 10 days. <laughs> and really, at that time, and it really was, it, it was a lot of traveling back and forth all over Spain, which was fun. But you also knew, um, you know, how grueling it was at times. You know, um, so but, you know, what that really did was open my eye up to, you know, at that time, not, you know, it wasn't about, you know, at that time, it wasn't about, you know, selling a bottle of wine to somebody, you would see the art of the wine, right? Like, so for me, um, being able to see sort of the vineyards and how the grapes on the vines from there, how, you know, the time, you know, you would you know, from harvest where you would pick and then from there, from pressing, you know, and then to the barrel aging and then seeing this final product that came out in this bottle was a true work of art. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm not a singer. I wasn't a great poet. You know, I'm, you know, I wasn't an artist in any way. But, you know, I was able to have a, you know, I would say, you know, I was able to develop a, a pretty good palate. And so I knew you know, at that time, I was like, you know, this was sort of my passion, but this is where my art would come in, where, you know, having the background of, you know, the retail really helped in the background of being able to speak to, you know, everyday, you know, consumers who would come in and say, you know, I'm having this with X, Y, and Z and being able to, you know, recommend something. And then they would come in a few days later and say, this was awesome. Thank you so much, you know? Things like that and seeing what everybody sort of wanted, it really, you know, put those things together for me. And so retail really, really uh, was very important in my foundation in wine. Well, you know, I, it, we have so many things in common when we talk about that aspect of, of how we became even more enthusiastic about wine. I grew up in the wine business, or excuse me, the restaurant business, but my folks had a wine list that was pretty phenomenal for back in the uh, late 60s and or mid 60s. And, uh, you know, I, I, I get it. I, I think you said something that, that I tell my classes at Wichita State University all the time. 
you know, if you are looking at art and you know nothing of art, you go, ah, it's a picture. Yeah, it looks good. I could probably paint that, you know, modern art, whatever. But the more you learn about art and the more you appreciate the time period where that art was put together and the guy who did it, it's the same with wine. And like you said, till you've gone and visited a growing region uh, that you're either completely unfamiliar with or even if you're familiar with and you have some labels to hang your hat on and you get go see the winemaker and sit down and, and taste wines with them and, and look at the vineyards, suddenly you have a whole different perspective and uh, it's a life changer. Yeah, exactly. And just seeing that vision of what they were seeing and, you know, obviously you can create a wine uh, any different way, right? Uh, you know, on flavors and different things, but also seeing that the nuances of it, having a vineyard on the north side uh, versus the south side, right? Um, <laughs> the sun hits a little different, you know, yeah. uh, on that. Uh, so, you know, how different that wine will become just because of that um, uh, is really, was really, really intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it really, you know, um, you know, at the end of the day, really helped me, you know, in becoming and, and producing wine from Napa. When when working at Pearson's and and learning about wine and spirits and and being involved in retail, what was the thing, obviously you had to deal with distributors and wholesalers and importers, what led you to go down that alley and become involved in importing and and wholesaling wine? Sure, sure. So I knew at a certain point in time, my kids were getting a little bit older. Uh, When I first started there, my kids were really young, but I was spending a ton of time. Um, you know, it's a, it's a really competitive business, which is really price-driven. And so the only way I had an advantage was researching all the time on different wines that were coming in into the market and being able to negotiate deals and try to get, you know, an exclusive for a few days or a week before it launched to the market. You know, but, you know, researching wines that were not in, uh, you, know, you know, aside from being at the store itself, took a, a ton of time. And so I knew I had to look forward and say, what is the next, you know, what is going to be the next, you know, chapter of my journey? And I knew that I, you know, after, you know, there and going to Bordeaux, um, you know, that I really, you know, wanted to produce my own wine. Obviously, I didn't know how to fully do that. And I wasn't you know, at that time, able to go to Spain and uh, produce wine out of there or France. But, you know, I, I, I was fortunate to, you know, build some relationships, um, you know, uh, from California, out in Santa Barbara, Peter Stoltman and Peter Heights from Napa. And, you know, just rely on them, just ask them, you know, questions, um, you know, about, you know, how can I, you know, how, how's the pro- how do I do this? You know, and that, that type of thing. I don't have any vineyards, obviously, or anything like that. How can I produce a wine um, or, uh, you know, sort of, you know, how do I get into it? And so Peter Stoltman was really important. He was a really close sort of friend. Um, and he said, very simply, uh, I got a couple of barrels of wine. <laughs> what do you think that you would want to sort of name it? And let's bottle it, and then you can have it. <laughs> Very simply like that. And I said, and it was a Syrah. And it was a phenomenal Syrah. It was a uh, right in like uh, like I would say like you know a Northern Rhone style, big, rich, inky, mm-hmm. and it was just uh, right up my alley. 
And I think we brought in about 85 cases into Pearson's and we ended up selling out in like a week. And so, you know, from there I was like, Oh, I think we may be on to something. <laughs> and then from there I was able to, you know, my background being in Bordeaux at that point, you know, I was traveling probably three, four times a year to Bordeaux, um, just meeting with different vineyards and, you know, all the classified growth and, and then meeting the, the sort of the farmers there, the wine growers, you know, the grape growers and, yeah. and just being a part of that and, and meeting the winemakers. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, me growing up, we always had on a special occasion, it was always the Bordeaux. We always, you know, going back, it was, you know, Bordeaux's like the greatest wine, you know, it was, it was that like, you know, that thing that sort of, you know, it always brought me back to that, thinking about that, even though, you know, we weren't, you know, my family wasn't that sophisticated in wine, right? But they always knew Bordeaux was always going to be a great wine or where it came from was some of the great grapes uh, of the world. And so, you know, I always, knowing the sort of the heritage and, you know, of Napa, um, overall and how consistent they were and how great the grapes were. Um, you know, I, I went to, you know, I went to Peter and went out to Napa and visited, a, you know, a, a, you know, a ton of vineyards out there and just came up sort of with a plan. Um, uh, you know, we wanted to build or we wanted to produce and, you know, make a, a left bank, uh, cab dominant, um, you know, uh, you know, Bordeaux blend, uh, from Napa. Um, and, I, you know, in that sense, I didn't want it to have be the same way that a lot of Napa wines are over the top, a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, like right in your face. I wanted to make sure that I brought the nuances of what makes Bordeaux great. Um, it, it's also why, you know, with Magna Carta, we release a lot later. Um, you know, we just released 2016. We want to make sure that, you know, when you have when you have a bottle of Magna Carta that it's, it's not one that you open and say, Oh, it needs two years in the cellar. You know, uh, we, we want to make sure that you open it and enjoy it. And so, I mean, that's what wine is uh, to me, um, especially in this time in this day and age where it's like, you should be able to enjoy a bottle of wine, have really close family, friends, you know, and just enjoy the time that you're having with them. And it may take you away from, you know, two, three, four, five hours of what else is happening on the outside noise, right? Um, and so, and just keeping you together. And that's, that's, you know, really what, that's how I view wine. That's how I grew up on wine. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to, you know, for us at Magna Carta and how we produce wine, that's, that's you know, what we're trying to have everybody else feel as well. Wow. And you transitioned into that perfectly to talk about uh, your your involvement in California winemaking and uh, to have two partners like you do at Magna Carta and be able to produce wines that you're doing. I've read so many good things about the, uh, is the 2014 the current release or is it 2016 now? It's 2016. Uh, we just released 2016 uh, about, a, a, you know, a, I think about a month and a half ago. Uh, 2014, we had... Uh, 2015 was a not a good vintage uh, for myself. We did a very small, uh, very, very, very small allocation and ended up selling the rest of the grapes. Uh, and we just released 2016. We've been very fortunate. It's gotten, you know, with everything going on, restaurants have sort of opened back up again. And we've had a lot of love uh, from our restaurant, um, you know, partners, uh, you know, and we work with, uh, quite a few, uh, you know, uh, Michelin star restaurants. I really love it. 
And, you know, it's been, it's been phenomenal um, in the sense of having two great, um, you know, winemakers, a part of the team. Um, you know, I met Peter first. He grew up in the vineyards. He's a fifth generation winemaker. He grew up in the vineyards. And even to this day where I love some of the things about harvest, uh, it's, it's to him, it's, it's old hat. It's, you know, I'm, you know, I can't wait to get over, you know, this done and over, over with, but he also <laughs> has, if my harvest is three days, he's also in it for two weeks because of Turnbull and, you know, shy poke yeah, and yeah. You know, everything that he does. So it's a little different, you know? So, um, and he's been, I would say, you know, technically, you know, the smartest winemaker I've ever met. Um, I call him, he's part, he's known as like sort of the scientist um, of the team. And, you know, and then he introduced me to Scott Palazzo. And Scott, uh, if you don't know his background, was like, you know, he was a an award-winning video producer that sort of got burnt out in Hollywood and, you know, sort of backpacked his way around Bordeaux as well um, and then came back and started producing wines. And it was a natural fit. Um, with him because he was an outsider of Napa as well. So he had to build himself and, you know, really, you know, work his way in. And so he's been great because our stories aligned, not that I was a video producer or had all these big bands that he worked with or anything like that, but, you know, he, he would tell me, you know, how, how, you know, the things to help strategize on the back end of, you know, being a part of the community of Napa. Uh, um, you know, just to really, um, you know, associate yourself on the different things that, you know, uh, of the community. And so I think that was really important for me. And then, you know, the business aspect as well, uh, of it as well. So um, both of them are really, really integral parts, uh, you know, of Magna Carta. And, you know, it's been, it's been a, a great journey and a fun ride uh, being and, and hanging with them and being, you know, them being a part of this project. Well, it's so cool. And folks, you want to learn more about David and Magna Carta, the label we just talked about, uh, magnacartasellers.com. That's the place. We are going to talk about TikTok. And if you're on TikTok and you haven't been following at Wine with David, uh, you're out where the buses don't run. He puts a lot of great information in a, in a pretty quick and fun way, uh, and it's a great way to learn. We'll talk a little bit more with David, and we'll talk about TikTok after this quick break. Don't forget, I got a Wine of the Week coming up. Uh, Maybe perfect for your holiday table at Thanksgiving. We'll see. I, I, I never have one wine on the Thanksgiving table. There's too many textures, flavors, and aromas. So we'll always have a bunch. But this wine, a Malbec from Cahors, uh, might be just the thing for your holiday table. We'll be right back. More with David Cho- David Choi and some of the great wine info and things that he's been doing uh, in his short years here on this planet. Don't go away.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.